0: Okay, good afternoon, everybody. It is Tom Chenault, and it is Todd Falcone, not Falcone. If you want to get in trouble, call me Falcone, and then he'll make some fun of your name. And how can you turn into the name Tom Chenault into something like Tom Chenault Assy? But that's what he did. So <laughs> he said, from now on, I'm going to call you Tom Chenault Assy, which I uh. thought was hilarious because that isn't even a play on words. All I did was forget the E, the Falcone, innocently. And I love his wife, Carla. I love him. I love his lifestyle. I even loved him when he lived down in Arizona, but now he lives up in Washington. He is a mountain man extraordinaire. He climbs mountains. He's like Jeremiah Johnson. Then he goes snowboarding. I mean, this guy has it all, but what I love about him is a tireless trainer and he is a generic trainer and he's a generic trainer with a good reputation who won't sell himself out for a buck. I am telling you, I have had this guy in rooms, I've been in rooms, and I've never seen him contradict anything I thought of him, which is a man of high integrity. So I'm not even going to ask you if you're in other network marketing deals or you would ever do anything like that, because I know the answer is a definitive no. What I want to ask you is, how you're doing, Todd? What's up?
1: I'm doing great, man. Just uh, getting back at it after a long holiday season and uh, wait, waiting for the snow to fly tonight. Should be a
0: good powder day tomorrow. Really? So you, do you, what do you do? Do you snowboard nah, or
1: ski? No, nah, I ski. I've been skiing for 42 years. I need so. to bring
0: a fact checker on. So somebody that has been snowboarding with me, please sit in this chair right now because no one would believe Tom Chenault is a snowboarder. you a snowboarder? I don't look like one. But I'm not a bad snowboarder. You're halfway I'm
2: halfway decent. I'm a homing decent. pigeon for a lift, uh, ski lift pole, though.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had. He has been known to run into most of the time <laughs> when they say when Adrian be, would be snowboarding with me. He'd say, "Dad, there's a snowboarding tower on the left. Watch out for it." And immediately, I make a beeline for it, and it just t-bones me. But I'm good at it, aren't I? Just
2: uh, yeah. Shockingly good.
0: Shockingly good. I can carve, which. 68 years old who could carve at 68 not that many people
2: that's true
1: that's so aren't true. you happy about that I look forward to making some turns with you
0: we're going to come down and go to Colorado and uh, you're going to come down here and stay at the new house you're going to go up to Eldora which you've never even heard of you're going to come back and say that's one of the greatest mountains I've never heard of in my life and we're going to have fun not that it, ideal.
1: isn't Eldora uh, owned by Powder Corp
0: I have no idea, never heard of powder. Cord.
1: I think it is, it's, it's, I think it's the same company that owns uh, Mal Boucher,
0: which is 30 minutes from my house. Hot diggity dog, Todd, well. Yeah. There's your guitar in the back, you're quite the guy. And uh, talk to, give us an idea, an optic, of your background that has you qualified to be a tra- a trainer of the profession along the likes of Eric Worre, Rob Sperry, Ray Higdon, Richard Bliss, Brooke, that crowd. How can you even be in the same breath as those people?
1: <laughs> uh, well, I've been at it for a long time, 30 years. In fact, August 29th of this last year marked my 30th year anniversary in the network marketing profession and not in and out and here and there I've been in the space uh, every single day for the last 30 years and long time I mean uh, a lot of people have had ups and downs and ins and outs I've been in the business for that entire time frame so last 15 years I've been dedicated exclusively to teaching and training and being independent in that manner so it's been it's been a fun journey tell me what your strongest suit in your opinion is my strongest suit yes and i'm gonna Uh, i think it is i mean i there's there's a couple of things i think the willingness to just get after it and you know work ethic is is certainly one of those things uh relationship building which is i know you and i are on the same page there um i mean i would say those are two big things focus focusing on revenue producing activity and and not getting not getting lost in all the other stuff that uh, we can get distracted by. You got to focus on the things that matter the most. And uh, yeah. I think
0: think all three of those are really good. I think if I looked your name up in the dictionary, I would see those three things as far as describers of you. But what I think you're best at is teaching with humor because very few people get away with it. And I happen (laughs) to be one of them and yeah. you happen to be another, and yeah. you can get so much knowledge into people's head by being laid back and funny versus tightly wound and driven. It's unbelievable. Would you agree with that?
1: I would totally agree with that, and if I look at videos of me when I first started training, I was tightly wound, tightly wound super serious. I'm super serious when I teach and train, but I layer so much humor into it that, uh, you know, it just makes it more fun.
0: They just learn and didn't realize they learned. And that's what's so beautiful about you. So you need to trademark that a little more. And I think, and when you're branding yourself in 2020, because I think, I swear to you, I think that's what sets you apart from a very, very good crowd that would make people keep coming back because they know they're going to spend two or three days with you. And I did that. Do you remember when I wanted to get that credit card you've got? Todd's got a black American Express card. And I want one of those things very, I wanted one about three or four years ago. So I said, how do you get one of those? And he said, you have to spend this much money per month for this amount of time. And I said, fine. So I go, so I'm supposed to be paying attention to him. I go into my credit card account and I realize I have done exactly what he said to do. I showed him my American Express card. I told him that I tried to get it and they told him that they told me to go jump in a lake and he had one and I've been jealous of him ever since. <laughs> true story. How do you like that? I forget, no- I forget nothing. I'm sure you qualify. I forget nothing. Not after this house, man. I'm like a credit risk. I'm getting a letter from the credit, the credit counseling companies are writing me letters. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Unbelievably sad. So Todd, talk about the state of the union. What do you think's going on in network marketing these days? Are we in a good spot? Or are we headed toward a cliff? What's going on?
1: I don't think we're headed towards a cliff. I think uh, the network marketing space is a great place to be. I think well-run companies uh, are doing very well in the space and those that aren't, aren't. So uh, I think I think we, it, it, it's interesting because in today's environment, uh, when it comes to like product delivery, we're really stacking up against Amazon. I mean, Amazon is a pretty big competitor, if you will, uh, in terms of how companies need to uh, focus in terms of product delivery. In fact, I had a conversation, I won't mention the company, but I had a conversation with a friend this last week sure. who uh, is with a company that's doing six, seven hundred million a year. And uh, they're a US based company and they do a lot of business overseas, but it takes 10 to 14 days uh, once somebody places an order for them to receive it. And you, know, you compare that with ordering something on Amazon this morning and getting delivered this afternoon, that's a tough one. So I think a lot of companies really need to focus on uh, making sure that they're you know, delivering whatever they're delivering in a timely fashion and they're delivering a pro- quality product or service. But I mean, I think that, I think the profession is doing great. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I see a lot of companies doing well. Uh, and I, I mean, you and I've been both at this for a long time. I've been, you know, like I said, 30 years in network marketing and there's always some companies that are crushing it and some, some companies that are not. And, you know, what's the difference? I mean, these are people that are just, they've got something good to offer and they're doing a great job. They're taking care of their reps. Uh, they're providing a good value proposition in the marketplace and, you know, people
0: stick to that. Why do people hire you? Why do people hire outside trainers? What's that? What is missing that companies can't get that guys like you can't?
1: Uh, you know, I mean, it depends on, on the company, but people hire me because I can come in with a little bit harder message than, uh, typically an upline leader within a company can, can hit them with. And I, cool thing is I do it with so much humor. They don't even know they're getting smacked with a message that they now need to go get after it. And so I think a lot of times when you are, uh, that close to a team, uh, you can't hammer them if you will, as, as hard as somebody who is, is from the outside. And I think also I'm able to come into a company and provide, you know, an industry-wide perspective and there's a lot of value in that. And the other part of that is, uh, uh, you know, there are people that network marketing companies hire to speak and train or to keynote. Many of those people don't have any network marketing experience. They hire like some big celebrity name, if you will. Uh, When people are hiring me, they're bringing me in because I have a, a, a level of knowledge and a depth of knowledge specifically in building in the field that a lot of these other speakers don't necessarily
0: have. Oh, I don't think that, I, I don't think those, I, the companies that are higher in the faces that have absolutely no substance, that's to sell tickets and get people into, and listen to you. And if Man. they, I hope they're smart enough to have you as, you know, you're not, obviously you're not Grant Cardone and you're not Richard Branson, but I would, if I had to choose between who I was going to listen to, to build my business, it would not be those two guys. It would be you because you're the one that's going to be Relevant to what I do for a living, which is trying to figure out how to pretty much call people on the phone, which is, you know, everybody's driven by fear in network marketing. And we don't want to admit it. It's the biggest word in the world that no one wants to say. I'm scared. Tom Chenault gets scared. Todd Falcone probably gets scared at something. But most people want to, and you, I mean, you're terrified. Terrified. I'm waking right now. <laughs> I'm waking in his boots. It's like, uh,
1: you know, I have fears, but uh, you you can't have courage without fear. So,
0: good call. um, We're going to take a break. I want, so I want, hold on a second. Tell me what your website is, where people can go to look at it during the radio show break. Now, if you're not listening on the radio, I want you to continue to pay attention. Where do they go right now to give me a website?
1: Todd Falcone dot com <laughs> but it's, F, it's f-a-l-c-o-n-e dot com but I that is so funny No, why falcone.com.
0: if you meet him you're falcone but if you're typing it as falcone i love yeah, that coming back right after this on the genesis communication network thank you ted anderson for keeping us on all this time i we hope you loved harvey mckay last week todd falcone this week we'll be right back and we're back we Hi, did. How, how are we? <laughs> I need you to do something, though. What do you got to do? When was the last time you talked to Amazon? I, I don't, does Amazon talk to people? Have you ever talked to Amazon? Uh, no, I never have. The difference between you and Amazon, everybody, is the human relationship underneath the transaction. And yeah. if you figure that out, you have figured it all out. And the two people in my life, I swear this is true, that have figured it out over and beyond me, is Todd Falcone and Adrian Chanel. I swear you are right on the money with contactmapping.com. <laughs> <laughs> <Dot com. laughs> so we it's funny.
2: We actually, we, we just had a big, we pulled the whole company together and had a conversation about supporting Jiminy, our Christmas. Ray Higdon said he
0: learned from you when he was a kid. <laughs> when he was a kid. <laughs> I swear, that just came across. What a an... funny. Boy, was oh that around the block. What's up, Ray? Oh, oh that's it, yeah. so funny. All right, keep going. That's actually, that made me laugh. I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> I blew your commercial. That's terrible. How about Hinton launched his app today? He did. A round of applause. Pretty nice. Awesome. All right, go yeah. to work. So
2: we pulled the whole company together to talk about supporting customers and supporting people no matter whether they're already buying from us wherever they are in that journey and every single person in the company I think their job is support because at the end of the day we are like you're building a relationship with your customers and it's it just is insanity to me that people go the other direction and they think they want funnels to filter their traffic on the front end and that they want you know messenger bots to keep from talking to people on the back and it's like I get it that there's parts of the puzzle that you, that it's better to solve with a machine and so that you don't have to, and that you can talk when it makes the most sense. But 95% of the game in network marketing, in my opinion, and 95% of the game in most businesses is being a human being to other human beings, because that's, nobody can replicate that. Amazon can't take that away from you. No company can take that away from you. And I think that it's, it's becoming a lost art. Would you agree with that, Todd?
1: Oh, I told you what, I was in an airport uh, two weeks ago and pull up to this restaurant and they got a bunch of iPads to take orders oh and it uh, just drives me nuts, man. I'm like, well, what if I wanna have a little bit of less of this and a little bit more of that? How do I do that? And, and then they're like, sitting around like, a, I, like, I love to tip and I love to tip big, but it's like, what am I tipping, tipping you for? I'm sitting here order on an iPad and you're gonna just drop some food in front of my face. It's just, I don't know. There's, there's places the where i says, would you like tip your bot? Yeah,
0: I'm not tipping my bot. I'm tipping my bot. (laughs) What's a bot? It's (laughs) It's unbelievable. And he did a, a Facebook live. You did a Facebook live about
2: this recently, Todd, talking about that customer service thing. And I shared a story on there that I kid you not. Like when we screw something up for customers, and then we show up and we really support them and we care for them, it ends up. It's almost like we should screw things up with people more often because we end they. It's like they go from a nine out of 10 to like a two out of 10, they're all pissed off and they end the day at a 10 out of 10. Like it's crazy how when you show up well, when that, when you have messed something up and you own it and you fix it, people love you
0: forever after that.
2: Absolutely. Super, super valuable. All right. So how do they get there? So go check out contact mapping, go to ContactMapping.com. You get to try it for free for 30 days and we'll tell you all about what it does on the next break. All right. Stick around, be
0: quiet for five seconds, everybody. And we're back. It is Tom Chenault on the Network Marketing Leadership Show, sponsored by ContactMapping.com. And we've got the great Todd Falcone with us. And I told you to go to ToddFalcone.com at the break. I hope you did that. If you didn't do that, do it. This guy is the real deal. He is, he reeks of integrity and good deals. I mean, not only, I mean, I don't know anybody that stays on top of consistent training like Todd. He's done a great job. Ray Higdon hit the nail on the head. He's been doing it since, you know, I, you know, I don't even know. I think he probably trained Dexter Yeager. Oh my
1: goodness. You're a load of them today. Yeah. Love it. Do you know Glenn Turner? I met Glenn W. Turner a long time ago. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I don't. I don't. Can't say I know him. I met uh, William E. Bailey back in the day as well. <laughs> did you so know
0: George Washington? So anyway. I'm not as old as you, my friend. <laughs> I know it. I was kidding. <laughs> I have to mock myself as well. <laughs> Nick Sorensen. We mentioned Nick Sorensen earlier on the show, and he's actually watching. So shout out, awesome. to Sorensen. What's up, Nick? Anybody, anybody on the radio uh, listening doesn't have any idea what we just did, but that's okay. So we're talking to Todd. So relevant training right now, what do you think it is? Deep, deep training or getting people started training? What is it that you primarily focus on and what's most important right now?
1: Well, I mean, I think you always got to have the fundamentals down before you, I mean, the fundamentals are what you're going to build everything else upon. So I think both the basics, the ABCs, the one, two threes, and then, you know, once you get somebody going and they understand the fundamentals they are building on the fundamentals. So, uh, I'm doing a lot of leadership training now, which is, uh, and I see on the screen, it says the network marketing leadership show. So yeah. I think there's a lot of, there's, there's, um, you know, I was, at, when we were at Eric's event a few weeks ago, I was talking about like the leadership gap, right? You know, you got people that are making money and they don't even know how they made the money. And there's this big gap between, you know, where the earnings and their leadership ability and I see that's a, that's a big problem, especially with like, you know, for example, like social media uh, has enabled people to blow up huge businesses in a fairly short period of time. And I know people, I mean, I have coaching clients that are making big money in network marketing, but they kind of don't even know how they got there. And they really don't have any leadership skills. They don't really understand leadership. And honestly, if, you know, the, the you know, what hit the fan, I think they'd have a hard time rebuilding it again. So having basic fundamental skills and understanding of how to build and then how to keep it there is the other thing. I mean, how many times have we met people that have built something and then, you know, they go into management mode and next thing you know, they can't get back to work and get their check back in order.
0: So that's so that's brilliant. And I know a lot of those and a lot of those big earners on the Internet and on social media are actually watching this show right now. And I'm in a mastermind on Wednesday afternoons with Eric. And one of the things that comes up all the time is the conversation called, I'm in Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn jail. And the algorithms keep changing. And I keep on constantly having to reinvent myself. And network marketing I'm thrilled to death that you've got those huge organizations that you're cultivating that way, but I'm begging you to get the fundamentals from a guy like Todd Falcone, because I'll tell you one thing right now, when those algorithms all change, or Facebook and the average age of a social media platform like Facebook is far less than you think it is, I am telling you people, you're going to have to fall back on those relationships sooner or later, and you better have them, right?
1: yeah and this is something i've been talking about for the last few years i mean the reality is facebook does not like network marketing they don't um and you like i in fact i had a conversation day before yesterday with another uh trainer and coach that uh back um i won't mention their name at the moment but uh you know they had their ad account shut down and another friend get their ad account shut down and you know here they have built this organic following on their business pages and they're advertising to an audience that they've built that they can't even advertise to, yeah. And so, you know, I I'm a little concerned for people that um, are solely doing just social media and they don't have a strength in another area. I'm not saying don't use it. I'm on social media every single day, and I think it's a wise thing because of, you know the reach that we have yes, with it, it. But if you if you don't have the ability to recruit, train, lead an organization outside of the social media sphere. Uh, If something does go awry, then you're going to be in a world of hurt.
0: And the name of the game is you've got a business that you built that is gigantic. That's probably paying your bills or it's going to pay your bills. But more importantly, right beyond that, you've built a business where human beings relied on your leadership. And what I love about Todd is he takes you from A to Z as far as training goes. But one thing I want, you know, what I love about him is he's a tremendous family man. And he, I mean, I had dinner with him in Las Vegas, and I listened to him talk about his children and his commitment to his children. And what I want you guys to get is he's got that same kind of commitment to his organization, to these people that he's training, not to let them go off a cliff. You have to listen to him because what he is trying to tell you is something critically important to your life. So what I want you to do during the break is go to Todd Falcone, C-T-O-D-D, falcone.com. ecom So go there. I didn't do that. And we're coming back right after this. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom and Adrian Chenault. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. Yep. Oh, okay. a different right. background.
1: Look at that. You got like multiple backgrounds. How tricky is that? I so like they that. did
0: that. Here's the deal. They changed the name of the show because he thinks I'm going to die. <laughs> he did wow. not want to be hung wow. with the Tom Chenault show and media in the ground. Or wherever I, or
1: it I am. could just be the Chenault show, and then it could just kind of
0: segue over. Oh, yeah. you know, that, that would have been gonna... a decent idea. So yeah, i I have completely been written out of the script, which is okay with me. <laughs> and these guys are forging on without me. But yeah, Todd, we love you. And you said something during the regular part of the show that pertains to contact mapping. You get kicked off Facebook. You lose your job with a company that is involved with Salesforce.com. They turn you off. You're at your network marketing company, the very last one is what everybody says, this is my last stop. And then the next thing you know, either get, they get either get, they go out of business, they get sold and absorbed, or you leave, and guess what, your data is all in your database with them. And what contact mapping does is exactly the opposite of that. And Adrian's partner has a PhD from MIT, and the only reason somebody that brilliant is working for us is because of that, right? Well, there's a million reasons, but
2: that's, but that's a huge reason. And, yeah. and it's a hundred percent true. You talked about a couple of people that have talked about having their ad, their ad accounts shut down. I had a conversation a few weeks ago with like a household name leader in network marketing, like one of the biggest people I know. And they had an entire, their whole page got permanently shut down. They lost 20,000 plus people that they had in their database and they were gone. And they never came back
1: who was well they didn't have a date they didn't have a database they had access it's gone to a database but it's not not a database that's that's the thing like um i I got booted off of facebook like three and a half years four years ago and woke up one day and i was off the you know i was off and i was like i don't ever log out what's up and they you know i had no access to it. it took me three weeks to get back on well i mean i had ads running at the time too that i couldn't even you know check on what was happening with split tests yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's tough. So I, I, that actually made me like wake up and I was like, okay, all these people that I'm connected with on Facebook. And if, if I didn't have access to Facebook, like how would I contact them? I started reaching out to people, messaging people going, Hey, I want to make sure you got my personal private cell phone number, my email, what's yours. And uh, I've done that for the last several years with, you know, a lot of people I'm connected with on Facebook. So I actually have their
2: real contact information. It's a huge, huge thing. and And you just said, you hit the nail on the head. You, you might think Facebook is your database or a database it's not you have to have a database and it's got to be something that you can carry with you wherever you're going to go because companies come and go jobs come and go you know industries come and go whatever it's just stuff happens and the the most important asset that you can that's going to carry you from one thing to the next thing in your life is going to be your ability to tap into relationships and to use those to open up new opportunities for yourself to do the same thing for other people and if you aren't taking care of that and if you aren't treating that as important one day you're going to wake up i think and have it happen to you that you that something has disappeared and now you've got a big problem and so contact mapping is not only about just fighting against that sort of the negative side of the risk that you may be in that you don't know about, but it's actually about amplifying your ability to build relationships in a positive way and reminding you to stay in touch with people, reminding you of how important it is to remember Todd and his wife Carla and his love of skiing and all the things that he is, you know, all the things that matter to him that are bigger and more important in his life than business. And having the ability to stay across that at any point in time and to love people in the way that they want to be loved, that's going to allow you to do business with them. That's going to allow you to have lifelong friends.
0: And that's what we all really need. That's exactly right. 100% right. You know, Angela Brooks is a fan of yours. She said every time I call Uh, I love Angela. Yeah, but, you know, she's an internet person. Who's smart enough to have her data offline. She's a genius. And the reason is, is she protects her data, her relationships with her life. If you guys will get that, you're going to win this game. I am telling you, I am a great place to visit, but you don't want to live here. I know (laughs) that. I know it for a fact. And what's great is I have such an unbelievable Rolodex, 18,000 people in my phone, notes on literally everybody in that phone. I know. I had dinner with Todd. We didn't talk one bit about business. We talked about his children, about the school, about the what's going on at the school, what's going on with his kids. Because that's the most important thing to Todd Falcone. And the same thing is him. It is him. You know, the same thing with Adrian, man. It's his beautiful wife and his three children. That's what's important. Our business, you know, our network marketing business is literally our job. What's important is the stuff that you can't find on Facebook, you can't find on LinkedIn, you can't find on Twitter. It's those relationships beyond the public information. Agreed? 100% agreed. Where do they figure out how to get it? So go to contactmapping.com. You'll click there. You get
2: to start a free 30-day trial. Free. Elizabeth, who's on here, is the world's best trainer. She'll show you how to use it from top to bottom, and it's going to change your life.
0: All right. We're coming back right up to this. And we're back. It is Tom Chenault on the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault, sponsored by contactmapping.com. And we've got Todd Balcone.com and Todd Falcone with us right now. <laughs> it's very, very exciting. I told him that I would plug the heck out of all of his products because he delivers great content. I've got all of his stuff. And I am going to tell you, I go there. I mean, he, many years ago, trained people a lot more than he does now on how to how to train up to get professional people to listen to you and i was coming out of a business called being a stockbroker and i needed what he was selling more than literally anybody's stuff out there and you really really helped my career by teaching me how to recruit up you still believe in that
1: I still absolutely believe in it. In fact, uh, I've got a lot of people, we've been running some pretty extensive ad campaigns the last few months on that particular training program. And I've got so many people that are using it uh, very successfully, both online and offline, uh, using it on LinkedIn, using it on Facebook, using it, uh, with this crazy, whatever thing this is called. I don't, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> is it's that a, magical? Button? I don't know. It's some little thing. Um, hey, real quick, I want to I bring something up because we were talking about it at the, at the break. Um, we were talking about like, this whole idea of having a database and people becoming really, um, in some cases, solely reliant on, on Facebook. And just a suggestion, if you are you know, running an organization and you're running a Facebook group, for example, to, um, to support and train and have that, you know, that culture and that communication inside of a private or closed Facebook group, that's amazing. That's great. Uh, but what I would suggest to you is, let's say you have a team name, I don't know, the TFN team or whatever, whatever it's called. I'm not, I would never name it my name. That's, by the way, don't ever name your team your name. Oh, that's another story. We'll get into that later. But uh, whatever, the TFN team. And we have all the support inside this Facebook group. If, I, if it was my organization, I would have that community inside the Facebook group, but I would have a team training website, a team support website that was a TFN team support site and that every new person that came into that Facebook group, the first thing I would have them do is leave Facebook, go to that page, download the getting started training, plug into the resources where maybe they have, you know, you have an SMS or text messaging platform, you've got an email uh, newsletter that you're able to, then you actually have a database, you have, have actual resources, you have access to that information. So if you want to send a text message, you want to send an email message out about some training that's taking place or some new product announcement you actually can control uh the communication to that audience i would you know if you still had access to the facebook group i would say it in the facebook group but what if something in fact we i mean i've got friends of mine who run huge groups and they've been closed out of their own groups yeah and then they got they could try to go in there and communicate to their own group and they're like you've liked too much stuff inside of your own group i'm like wait a minute it's my group How can I not like my own stuff in my own group and comment on my own group? No, we don't like the fact that you've liked so much stuff in your own group. We're going to put you in, you know, jail for a little bit. And then you no longer have access to communicate with people. So if you are doing it exclusively on Facebook, I think it's a mistake. You would want to have that parallel over to some kind of team training or support website where they can download those different resources and use the Facebook page as a community resource.
0: (laughs) And plus, you talk to these 20-year-olds and you tell them to go to Facebook, they look at you like you're on, it's unbelievable. They don't even like Facebook anymore. No,
1: they're TikTok and Instagram and all this other stuff. They don't even use, my 15 my, my year olds telling me, his dad, Facebook's for old people.
0: It really is. And so the name of the game. It's always good when you ask somebody if they're on Facebook and they start laughing. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> but the fact is, is that knowing that is power. Offloading those people where you're controlling that information and that data is the key You're just basically Facebook and Facebook and that's what you want to do You want to Facebook Facebook or Facebook Twitter or whatever you might be powerful in but yeah, I think that's awesome uh, Somebody's asking and there's people asking me questions about you all day long here If somebody wants if, if somebody wants to be involved with you Would you say that the perfect candidate for what you do is the brand new person or the experienced network marketer?
1: Mm, yes <laughs> both, both. yeah. I mean, I, 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 do, I provide a tremendous amount of training for brand new people. And I do a lot of leadership training, a lot of private personal coaching with higher level people. In fact, I'm literally tonight is the beginning of a new, I, I've been running a 90 day accountability program since 2008. We got a new group that starts tonight. Uh, and I've got people in that group that are you know, multiple six-figure income earners. I think I've got at least one seven-figure income earner in that group. I've got people that literally just got started in network marketing. I've got people that have been in it for a a long period of time. Um, That particular training is really focused on, the analogy that I use with that, it's like hiring a personal fitness trainer, but for your business, right? So if you ever worked out with a personal fitness trainer, like I do yoga about five days a week in the morning at 6 a.m. And it's led by an instructor. And because of the pressure of the instructor in front of you, and the people in the class like holding the pose at the same time like this morning i was in a pose and i was like i want to just lay down right now but the instructor was right behind me and i'm like and i'm looking at everybody else i'm like nobody else is laying down i ain't laying down so that's the kind of pressure that social pressure with uh, somebody leading uh, or leading a group and then the group dynamic which uh is really what a team is all about so we've got that starting tonight and that's for brand new people as well as you know people that have been around the business for a while it's, it's for anybody that just simply wants to do more but for whatever reason uh, they're not able to do it on their own.
0: Are you the only guy in the class?
1: Uh, no, definitely not. What? Oh, yo, in yoga? Yeah. Uh, it depends. No, no, definitely not. It's probably, it's typically about 95% women. And there's there's <laughs> one there's one instructor, in fact, the instructor this morning, uh, she, it's interesting, like there were six dudes that walked in and were like, what is this? Is this the dude day or something? And uh, she definitely has a lot of men in her class, but it was still probably 75% women in this morning. You wear those
0: little spandex yoga clothes? I wear the really tight ones, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't. So all of you guys can visualize (laughs) that. That
1: is so exciting.
0: In your mind,
1: man. Of course not. That's
0: almost worth moving to Bend, Oregon. That's unbelievable. That's exciting. How far away is yoga from your home? Eight minutes. That is so exciting. Six days a week he goes. That's good. He said five. You weren't listening. All right. That is so exciting, Todd. I'm very happy about that. I'm going to contact map that because I want to, I'm going to ask you about that in 90 days and ask you if you're still doing that. How
1: long? I've, have- been, do- I've been doing it for nine months. and I can tell you right now, it's been life altering for me. Really? I've had, I've had three, this is my third yoga season. I did yoga about six years ago. did it for about six months. Stopped doing it. Did it again um, a couple years later for about three or four months. Stopped doing it. Nine months ago, I started doing it and I'll never stop doing it.
0: Why, what yeah. do you think it's good for? Your brain um, It's your good, body? It's your good for
1: my body, my flexibility. It's good for my attitude, my mindset. It totally shifts me. Like I literally, I'm up at, my alarm goes off 5.20 every morning. I'm in the yoga, I pour my coffee, sip my coffee, listen to a little reggae music during the eight minute drive over there. Get in there, get it. And my mind's already going for the day. I quiet my mind I say, shut up, Todd, be quiet. Focus on you, focus on this 60 minutes that you've got in this class. And don't let your mind wander. Uh, you know, give this class everything that you've got. And it's just been, it has been an attitude shifter for me. It's been, um, it's removed any clouds from my day. I'll just say that.
0: Do you smoke a lot of pot? Uh, a fair amount. Okay, good. That's good. That's all the yoga users. That is so exciting. I, I, I love that question. You know, it's, legal, it's, it's legal, in legal, legal there. Oregon. Legal there. Yeah, absolutely. i got no problem with it. I'm just, yeah. that wasn't a judgment. I just asked, you yeah. know, you were listening to the reggae music. I just had to visualize it. I'm trying to, you know, do what network marketers do and put myself in your shoes. That's exciting. <laughs> so your contact mapped again. That's that's really great. Oh, so,
1: and one other thing, and and I did inhale.
0: Okay, good. And what about, <laughs> uh, what about crypto and all this stuff going on with BitClub? Things going on with one coin. Matt Morris put out a real good, uh, real good email. I don't know if you saw it a couple of days ago. He did it on email, not on Facebook, which I thought was real interesting. But he just talked about the inherent risk of getting into a crypto or any kind of securities-driven MLM because it's bound to be looked at by regulators for a lot of reasons and. How that feels to not only be in jail with as a few of them, but the rest of them that aren't in jail, looking down the pipeline of taking an entire organization off a cliff, isn't that just suicide? I mean, doesn't am I wrong? I'm, I mean, I've been talking against MLM crypto for years, and MLM security, any security deal for years, just because there's too many moving parts to it. Do you agree or disagree?
1: Um, I'm gonna uh, uh, I'm gonna kind of stay in the middle on that. I think I mean obviously crypto is real. Um, anytime you bring in any kind of security or any kind of uh, money instrument into a network marketing thing, then you're gonna have different issues. Uh, but I'm I'm never I'm never gonna say oh crypto and MLM can't be combined uh, because you know I mean like like there's always technological changes and shifts and. Um you know, Tom, you and I have been in network marketing for so long, it was always like nutritional supplements and these things and whatever. This is the way it was always always done. And now there's new products and services that are being sold through network marketing. I I would I would venture to guess that eventually um somebody's gonna do it right where that if any regulator did look at it, they'll be like, Hey, this is good. But I'm not gonna just straight up say crypto and MLM, blah, no good. Um, because I haven't looked at, you know at every single one of these opportunities and done a really deep dive it just to find out. And I don't honestly know all the legalities behind it. So um, it's, it's a shame what happened with big club. I mean, we, I, mean I have personal friends. Uh, you and I have a guy that we've known for years that, uh, Love him. that Love is him. In G- he's going to be in, G- you know, it's, who knows what's going to happen. It's scary, man. It's okay. a scary situation
0: for him. So, so. I'm going to tell you that my opinion on him, on what he just said was I disagree with him hundred percent. I don't believe you want to touch a crypto MLM deal. And he said, the regulators will look at it and it will come out clean. I'm begging all of you to wait till those regulators take a close look, call it clean, and then you get in. And even though your head and all your friends are going to tell you it's too late, I am telling you, wait till it's too late then. Wait till it's been sanctioned by the feds and then do it. And I'm just telling you that from a guy that has been down that road. I've been in securities all my life. I don't want to touch him with a 10-foot pole. Because even if they call him legal, then they come back and change the rules behind you. And you look like the idiot. And when, and I don't mind that, me looking like the idiot and losing my own money. But when I'm taking 10,000 people off a cliff with me, that's when it gets bad. So I disagree with you on that one. But
1: Well, you got you to gotta run anytime they say we're 100% legal. Yeah. Like any deal that has to say in their marketing, we're a hundred percent legal. Run, and <laughs> it's like it's like a cash gifting program. Hey, cash gifting, we're a hundred percent legal according to U.S. Postal Code ABC123bot.2.
0: I'm yeah. like, give me a break, man. Run, <laughs> run. Yeah, just run. Just this is too. This is important work, and it's people work, and you're selling hope, and you're selling dreams, and you're trying to sell something tangible to somebody that's going to get them out of the circumstance that they're in to a better life, make damn sure that that is the case when you're out there because this is hard enough without talking about that and doing that. So that's just my advice to you and Kevin Thompson and a few guys, Troy Dooley, people like that. I don't know about Dooley because you never know which direction he's going on this because he's on the leading edge of a lot of stuff, but just be careful. So. Dooley, don't call me and say I said that. I didn't say anything bad. I just said it. So we're coming back right after this. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault, ToddFalcone.com. And uh, we'll be back right now. And we're back. We made it back. Yeah. How you doing, Adrian? I'm good. I'm good. So Terry Umpitz listening. Jason who? Wait, Harry. who do you say? Harry Umpflet. You know him? Harry Umpflet? What the heck, Harry? How the, the heck are you? He's the guy from Biggs Cadillac, Georgia. I, guy. I've known Harry for years. I have too, and I love him, and I, he just popped up. Jason Garcia, David Peterson. David Peters, I'm sorry. These guys are throwing some comments out. I, this, some woman, I got to find her name. You, it must be your wife's maiden name. She thinks you are the g- greatest thing since sliced bread,
1: man. Well, I am to her. I am the greatest. But she's gluten-free, so I don't know what we're going to do about
0: that. <laughs> yeah, you can put your glasses on and read some comments. Adrian, what's it called, contact mapping? What? It's called contactmapping.com. What is it <laughs> like? So I actually want to ask Todd a
2: question. So, Todd, you you have trained on this for a long time, and I, I just wanna, I want you to really emphasize what your viewpoint is on how, how important it is and what you need to do to make sure that you are not just a, you know, Johnny come lately, call somebody when you need something and disappear for five years at a time. Why not be that guy? And what's, what's in it for you not to be that guy or girl?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, you know, I've trained on this a ton. Uh, It goes down to, you know, who do people want to do business with? They do business with people they feel good about that they have warm and fuzzy feelings with, you know, if, if, if they don't like you, they're not gonna do business with you. If you don't make them feel good, they don't wanna be around you. Uh, nobody likes being around toxic people. Nobody likes being around negative people. Uh, people like being around individuals that are fun and make them feel good. So if I hang out with you and as a result of us hanging out together, you feel better um, after that experience and I've done a great job. Uh, this whole idea of uh, fostering relationships is one of the biggest reasons why I've been successful over the last 30 years sure. because I, I maintain contact with people in between doing business. And I did that years and years and years ago. I mean, I learned 30 years ago, people buy from those that they like and trust. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I better be likable and trustworthy. And so I just set out to be that way and do things that, you know, like this whole idea, Tom, like you talk about the notes in your phone. I've got, you know, people are so boggled at, like, I, I I do this training all the time at events and I'm like, how many of you, you know, how many of you don't have notes on everybody in your phone? And they're like, what are you talking about notes? I'm like, are you crazy? Like I, I got notes from, Every conversation, when we met, how we met, uh, who, you, who referred you to me, uh, what your kids' names are, birthday, anniversary, whatever is relevant, and, and then you got people that look at their phone, like, they're like, who's John? I don't know who John is. It's just some name in my phone, and I don't even remember who they are. That's, that's not what good networkers do.
0: I'm looking at your note right now. Sent him the giftology book. Do you remember? Great book. I Absolutely, I do. And then you The started-
1: packaging for that book is amazing, by the way.
0: I know. So then I send you that book. And then the next thing I know, the following week, everybody's writing Todd notes saying, thank you for the gift. You read the book. I I didn't even get credit for turning the corner and helping you send gifts. So then your wife gets the flu. I send her like 9,000 pounds of product trying to make her better. She comes in looking like an absolute Solaflex model. Todd's walking around going, this is my wife. Do I get credit the second time? No, I've never seen anything like it in my life. What is a solo flex? So, yeah, that's that true. Is, that, <laughs> that is like the so 1951. Is that is that like a, a Bowflex, but by yourself? No, yeah, solo flex. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Jack LaLanne had it. He invented it way back when.
1: I want to see you on a solo flex machine. You need okay. to do a video NX, on that next time.
0: Next solo flex model. We're going to yoga together, Todd. It's
1: oh my gosh, that! You got to come down and hop in my new bathtub. I want to. Hey, a, I, I just got a new hot tub. You should hop up here and jump into my new hot tub. I'm invited. <laughs> Does United fly there? Yeah, they do. Yeah, oh, They actually do a straight flight from Denver. It's one yeah. of the... In fact, every week when I fly, I got to either fly to San Francisco or Denver.
0: Laura Shale Del Percio. Do you know her?
1: What's up, Laura? How are you? She loves you. Oh, that's so the sweet. This woman Thank is you. a comment that.
0: machine. Yeah, she must have gone to Emily Griffith. of, you know, like learning how to type. This yeah. woman fires it up, I'm telling you. You are loved, Todd. All right, we're off the break. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> And we're back. It is Tom Chanel. It is Todd Falcone. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Showy with Todd Falcone. Yeah, Showy with Falcone. Did I say Falcone? Yes, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't
1: matter at this point. If you're east
0: of the <laughs> if you're some, east of the Mississippi, some.
1: you could say Falcone. Or if you're in Jersey, you could say Falcone. Here on the west side, Tom, and I think Denver area is west. Maybe you got to go Falcone.
0: He warned okay. me so many times. Next week we got Jordan Adler on here.
1: Oh, I love Jordan.
0: Yeah, so you guys are two peas in a pod. Nice guys finish first. Yeah, and yeah. That's that's the name of the game. You've won the day. You know, you you like you like thinking you're smart. You like thinking you're this great trainer. But I think you've won the day with your heart, don't you? Uh, sure.
1: I mean, I'm just trying to do good and take care of people and deliver value and and uh, do more than I say I'm going to do.
0: There's plenty of smart guys out there. I'm 68 years old. It's been about forty-six years since somebody looked right. at my report card.
1: I'll tell you something about smartness. I know I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. I'm certainly not stupid. I got friends of mine that are ridiculously intelligent. Uh, for, for me, it's just like okay, hard work, taking care of people, loving on people, being good, being honest, being straightforward, delivering again what you said, and then some. Too too many people are like, hey, I'm just gonna do the bare minimums. And even if like if you're watching the show and you're like in a job and you want to excel in your job, don't do the bare minimums. Go the extra mile. Any way you can go the extra mile, regardless of what you do, in in business, out of business, um, that's certainly going to add value to anybody that you're in touch with.
0: How much do you – you're a generic trainer. Is that like a part-time deal? Is it a full-time deal? Is it hard? Is it easy to do? (laughs) (laughs) Do you spend any money? That's that's so funny you ask that. Is there any overhead at all?
1: The funny thing is, if you ever want to become a speaker, coach, or trainer, you can pay me to live with me for a month, and then a month later, you're going to probably decide you don't want to do it. Uh, It's hard. It's freaking hard work, man. Are you kidding me? It's way harder than
0: building in in the field. It's way harder. Way harder. Did you realize that? Or did you just end up pregnant and had to keep going?
1: Well, I mean, it's, nobody ever really asked me that question. The way I ended up speaking and training, I spent eleven years with the company. They went out of business, and uh, actually, Troy was the executive VP of that company that went out of business, and um, wasn't his fault. But it uh, was a company owner. He was a gambling addict, and they ultimately went out of business. What
2: was and the,
1: name of the company? The name of the company was ProStep. It was a lead I generation company. That. Yeah, I was with them for their, their from their six month in business till the very last check. And so when when uh, when that deal went south, um, I had a friend of mine who was an independent speaker and he said, hey, will you come and speak at one of my events? And I was like, yeah, I guess. What do you want me to talk about? He's like, dude, just come and talk about prospecting and recruiting, you're good at it. I'm like, okay, so I did. And then I did another one. I did a conference call for somebody. Actually, that involvement in ProStep was a springboard for me because ProStep was this lead generation support and training company. And my entire downline were all people in all of these different network marketing companies. So I already at that point had a lot of access to people in lots of different companies. And I was one of the key trainers in that company for like 10 years. So when I, you know, when that company went out of business, hey, will you do a conference call for me? Will you do this for me? Will you come and speak at this? And uh, started doing it. And then I was like five, five, you know, speaking gigs in. And somebody goes, hey, do you have any product I can buy from you? I'm like, dude, I wouldn't bring any network marketing product here. What are you talking about? He said, no, I'm not talking about product. Like if you had, do you have a cassette program? I go, no. He goes, well, if you had one, I'd buy it. This is like, so I'm dating myself because I actually never produced anything. on cassette. said, first, first one I produced was how to win in the game of prospecting, which is still one of my top sellers to this day, which is this six audio CD training program, which we typically deliver digitally now. But, um, that was like the beginning of it. And, um, you know, the hardest part is just the constant delivery. You got to feed the beast, man. You got to constantly be putting out content, constantly be putting out content. So how so, hard do
0: you work all the time?
1: Uh, when I work, I work. And when I play, I play okay uh i work hard when i work and when i play i play just as hard wow Uh, but i don't honestly like it's not like this 10 15 hour a week routine it's you know if i'm if i'm at it like i know for a fact this week's gonna be 50 60 70 hours because i'm in the middle of production on uh some a major training that we're about ready to release here in a couple weeks
2: wow can you tell us what it's about
1: uh it's the one two it's the fourth word in your um in your the name of your show show <laughs> no leadership
0: oh no, i forgot the the,
1: the <laughs> network marketing okay, leadership good. i just
0: that's wondered Golly, yes why does he mock me it's
2: terrible because <laughs> it's do, fun you do a lot of cool stuff that's that you make available for free for people to get to know what you're doing what's if somebody wants to plug in and, and really kind of take that first step with you where's the best place for them to go
1: just go to todd falcone Dot com and uh, click on videos blog. We my Our content strategy, uh, we simplified last year. I was doing um, like Ray Higdon, I mean, Ray is a content beast man. He does like a video he's like every single day. I was doing three or four videos a week and I was just exhausting myself. So what we do now is we do a video that we release on Monday and all of the content that I do that week is related to that specific chunk of content. So the video that's released is turned into a podcast. Uh, which if somebody wants to listen to it on audio, they can do that. And all the other things that I do throughout that week through social media and everything else is based around that, that particular chunk of content. So every single Monday we release a new video and, um, and that all of that stuff is free.
0: You know what your – okay, we're getting out of here. You know what your new tagline should be? No. ToddFalcone.coming.
1: <laughs> dot, did you say <laughs> dot commy? I don't know. Yeah, we can't get it. We can't be getting into that conversation, get, like given the political no, uh, environment me. that yeah, we're why. in.
0: I am telling you, I am not wrong about this. That would people, it would strike them. They'd go, what the heck did that mean? And then they would understand and then they would do it. And uh, we're out of here. So we're going to see you all next week with Jordan Adler of all people. Yeah, on Beach Money. Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault sponsored by contactmapping.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.